the difference between a tavern, an inn, and a alehouse. We can't talk about this because we're not uh, introducing yeah, but anything should, to the conversation. No, but we, just, I, we have, okay. in this case, we're pretending because we should have been having that conversation in front of the mics anyway. So, <laughs> All right. With apologies to uh, Jason Kingsley, who has thoughtfully provided this on his most excellent Michael, YouTube channel. Michael, everything that you say you've gotten from somewhere else, you didn't go and research well, this on your own. That's what people do, but... Uh, Okay, but fine. yes, Give having credit a credit is quiet. Yes, exactly. Okay. Modern History TV, excellent YouTube channel. Um, it's really nice to see him interact with those horses also. But yes, among his interests, of course, uh, medieval England and uh, discussing those uh, terms, which are sometimes used uh, nearly synonymously. Um, but yeah, the, the, you know, the inn is, of course, where one stays. So that's, that's accommodation. But uh there can be uh, bored as well because you might uh, have uh, <clears throat> worked up an appetite while you're on the road traveling. Uh, so the inn, for example, might very well not be in a population center. It might be, you know, uh, three quarters of a day's journey or something or a half day's journey between um, two more populated areas. So, you know, uh, you can imagine uh, Chaucer-esque um, uh, pilgrimages or, you know, common routes, something like that. If people can't make it in a day's journey safely by horse or by foot, parking in there, then you, you'll get all the road traffic anyway. So, yes, as you said, very much like uh, Route 66 uh, type thing. And presumably, people being people, there were probably some of the sort of gimmicky types of, of inns to attract people to. It's like, oh, let's go to the giant cowboy boot or whatever. I don't think they had that, but that sort of thing. Um Okay, and then the uh, taverna, uh, well, the tavern, you know, coming from uh, the, the, the Romans uh, introduced those. So, um, so you actually drink wine in the tavern. You know, people think about uh, mead and ale and all that sort of thing. But uh, the, the, the taverns are, are for wine, uh, basically being uh, fermented fruit. Uh, so I think at so the you time... So like presented by, from the sommelier with their selection from the cove. No, but, uh, you know, vintners uh, still took their jobs very seriously. And, of course, uh, as was the custom at the time, they existed within a guild. Um, so, you know, there were um, obligations that fell on, on the tavern. So uh, it was uh, permitted for a customer to inspect uh, their, the, you know, the on-premises um, wine, uh, where, where it was actually coming from, what they were drinking. Was it being, you know, watered down, something like that? Was it um, not safe? Uh, was it going off, anything like that? Um, so, you know, the customers did have some uh, privileges there. They could um, hold the tavern keeper uh, to task for what they were putting in their drinks, in their cups. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, infractions might get you kicked out of the Mintner's Guild uh, or put in the stocks or whatever. So you don't, don't want to be watering down your wine. Um, and, uh, yes. And then of course the public gale house, uh, so a, a residence actually, you know, so, so not a commercial, not intended to be a commercial establishment, primarily a residence. Uh, the lady of the house, uh, makes more wine than the family can consume. Of course, uh, or excuse me, makes more, uh, ale than the family can consume. Uh, it's not going to last too long. It's going to go off. So make a few bucks, sell it on uh, to the punters, hang out a sign, kind of like a lemonade stand, uh, just no 
uh, let people know that uh, you can sell them a beverage. Good to go. So A plus recall makes. Yeah. So those, of course, would be in city centers, your, your taverns uh, and your alehouses. Your pronunciation of medieval did not go unnoticed. Well, it is perhaps a bit twatty, but it's also useful with the spelling to actually think, you know, medi, you know, like middle. Um, I remember uh, someone I know, because I don't mention people's names on here. Was it uh, me? No. <laughs> Um, someone else I know, um, who have, I've known all my life, but, um, he, uh, oh, he was, uh, I think his pronounced. Okay. He, it was your brother. Which one? <laughs> Al or Carl? It was Al. Okay. Go on. Well, there's only one that I've known all my life, but technically. Oh, <laughs> yeah. the older uh, brother. I get, all right, what are going. you doing? Anyway. So this was, uh, back in the days because we're old, uh, before things like spell checks, um, Anyway, some uh, paper that uh, he was responsible for in uh, completing coursework, uh, the instructor was quite peeved because a vast majority now, of students. Now I was no, 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 no. I'm going to stop you right there. Yes. That wasn't Al. That was me. That was why I it wasn't no, no. me. Well, that's why I brought up. I brought this up because I was just about to tell this story where I had a professor who was incredibly angry. Because everyone in the class spelled medieval wrong. So is this where you're going with this? <laughs> yeah. No, that yeah. wasn't Al. That was me. Okay. So what class was that? Well, it was. <laughs> oh God. So it was an old English class where it was a little bit of everything. So we okay. had to read. We had to read, interpret, and write sonnets. We had somebody come in and read a section of Beowulf. In, okay. In the original tongue. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, she's just this sweet, pasty nerdy little English major yeah. and she was breaking out in hives which is of course what everyone was sure. focusing on but this professor was so hideous he was this oh. big yeah this is my story that he was this big giant Jabba the Hutt looking guy just ruddy and crusty yep. and old and hugely overweight and he would walk into class and sit on the desk, but he was so large he couldn't really. Sure. He was, you know, how sometimes people that large are really limber because they're the spread with their legs is so wide. So his knees are like a meter apart. Right. Sitting on that. Because well, the inner hocks push the legs apart. Sitting on that desk, everybody could see his actual enlarged prostate. It was so I don't know what was going on there, but there was either a tennis ball in his pants or some part of his anatomy that was the size right. of a tennis ball. And he smoked throughout the class, in class, these horrible brown cigarettes. He did not give a fuck. Ah, the good old days. And he yeah. was so angry that everybody spelled medieval wrong. The conclusion that I came to is this is a some literature you know, 101 right. level class that everybody has to take to fulfill a requirement. No one gives a shit. Even the English majors didn't care about the stupid class that we all had to take. And this is his life as an academic, as a professor, sitting in front of a bunch of 18-year-old hungover pricks at 8 in the morning, trying to teach them something they do not care about. And the only thing that he asks everybody to do is spell medieval right. We can't even be bothered to do that. Because they weren't deliberately pronouncing it medieval. And you medieval. know he's thinking, my life is a failure. Um, <laughs> no, I'm sure he loved it. Yeah. Now, I, I, th that is uh, great to hear, and I suspect I have heard that before. However, 
I am going to follow up with this other person that I was referring to because I think it's very possible that this might be a a common problem. I'm pretty sure that he experienced that in one of his classes as well. So, you know, this could be one of the uh, great frequently uh, misspelled uh, words among, um, you know, 100 level uh, students. Yes, along with Mediterranean. Well, again, if they said Medi. You'll always know it has two R's. Uh, yes, yes, For example. yeah, good one, right, yeah. right, 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 right. Sometimes Latin does come in handy, but not really, not actually. It's sometimes a, a very minor mental convenience, but well, that one's problematic because uh, it's obviously <clears throat> rather tipping the scale. Um, it's not really the middle of the earth, it all depends on your perspective. I don't suspect Chinese people of whom there are many, from what I understand, uh, would think of the Mediterranean Sea as the middle of the earth, for example. Yeah. Anyway. So I've been very fascinated lately with what they call secondary cities in the U.S. So ah, yes. these are perfectly nice cities that are not on the coasts. So, you know, your Minneapolis's, your yep. Nashville's, your Austin's, your Atlanta's. Um, yeah that are booming now with restaurants and culture and you know celebrities artists moving there because the co- the west coast is a total shit show now and i've been th- you know i've just been having internal conversations with myself if we were going to ever have to have to <laughs> move back to the us yeah what city would we want to live in if it wasn't new york right and I'm thinking, well, it would be one of these cities, Asheville, Knox, or Nashville, Austin, you know, just, yep. just, just coattail on to the hordes of people that have already moved there and uh, inflated the real estate values. Well, those cities are probably going to have kind of boom and possible bust issues, right? If, if it's just kind of a temporary or recent uh, influx don't really know if that population center can sustain that. I don't right? think so because that's why people move to big cities for the culture, for the nightlife, for yep. you know, the um being invigorated mentally. Yep. And and all and there there's a lot happening. I mean, this is what we were just talking about yesterday. Christopher Wielden in Nashville debuting a ballet in Nashville. Not San Francisco, not London, right. and why? Because he's doing it with, with um, you know, chicken wingers. Um, All right now, so, <laughs> that's Charles who Frederick. There? Who lives there? That's Charles Frederick to you and I. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, uh, first of all, everybody lives in Nashville, right? Or, or at yeah. least uh, five, ten years ago, uh, did. Um, no, they're even. It's even more popular now. Right, right, I mean, right. I think Moby lives there or something. Sure. I don't think that's Probably. true. No, it could very well be. Let's look up all the famous artists who live in Nashville right now. Keith Urban. Well, yeah, we know that. Um, Jack White. Michael. I think he probably does, right? Probably. He's a coat tailor. Um, no, he isn't. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Anyway, yes. So, uh, but I think it's great. I think those. Oh, those, he does live in Nashville. Of course, he does. Those uh, kind of second tier uh, cities, I, I think, um, do actually have the culture. You know, you don't have to go to uh, New York or London or whatever um, to get uh, the the culture. And okay, also, it's I done. Peter Frampton lives in Nashville. Of course, he does. Um, 
I also think that those kind of the the short list of you know what we would think of as the first tier world class uh, cities or whatever, I think they sometimes have that kind of um, pressure or expectation even uh, in art. The same way you know you hear people talk about like um, it's only a certain type of person that's going to talk about this sort of thing, and uh, I'm sure it's debatable. But um, they say often. Um, avoid like a two-star uh, or three-star Michelin restaurant mm-hmm. because it is just hell-bent on maintaining its reputation, which means, you know, lack of experimentation, just safe, 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 safe. And I think that you might find the same thing often with the I don't know what the New York City Ballet is is doing this season, but I suspect it might be a little safer uh, than some of those sort of secondary markets where they can actually be a bit more experimental. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm intrigued. So uh, then naturally this makes me want to plan a month-long road trip and you know visit all these cities and and then you visit them you see like you know the cool little museums you go to a restaurant see some nice houses but then it's still you're still just going to be on the grid you're not going to escape the strip malls it just it's still america i mean it might be easier to you know dip a toe into America and then step out and, and remove yourself. I have no idea what um, rural uh, Nashville is like, or, you know, I'm assuming that when those people actually live in Nashville, they, well, there's one of the cool sort of smaller cities, right? Like that's technically, I think where a lot of those people live, um, you know, so they get a bit of land. Um, and of course the American South fascinates me as well. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Same. Someday we'll do our American South road trip. The road trips are good, but you can't really get a flavor for. No, but you can get it. You can't get a flavor, but you can get a taste. Okay. Proof. um, Little proof yet? The pets. So um, Poppy Uh, is about to explode. Even Marvin is losing his svelteness. (laughs) He used to be this sort of like beautiful skeletal as he should be sculpture. And now he's becoming a bit more velvety, just lean and muscular, a little bit velvety. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Poppy is, you know, two kibbles away from having to hit the any key. I just broke my own rule. <laughs> there should be no rule against references. No, references really, are fine. It's so, no, it's so because lazy. It's just out there. It's not. It, it's it's incorporating a bunch of information uh, as a, you know, kind of a shortcut. Um, and for people who are interested in the reference, people, as though there's anyone listening, um, then they can go, you know, enrich their lives with that, that uh, reference. Mm-hmm. I would like to go to... Joe Rogan's new comedy club in Austin. But, you know, everybody knows about it. Millions of people listen to his podcast. He owns a comedy club? Okay. Yeah, he built this state-of-the-art comedy club. Okay. It's sort of like what uh, you two did with The Sphere. Yeah. They built an arena-sized theater that was purpose-built for music. Okay. He built a theater that's purpose-built for comedy. I think Yakov Smirnov did that, too, I think. 
Did he? Yeah, but in like maybe Missouri or somewhere. Yeah. Right. N- n- I don't know if it was as hip a place as Austin. Anyway, there's um, you know, line around, there you can't get tickets now because it's already so famous. Right. Right. Um, I think John Lovitz made his own club as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a great way to guarantee yourself a gig. Oh, and I think that um, Michael. Oh, here we go again. Fifty-three-year-old brain. Sopranos. Sure. Um, help Do you me need out. a hand? Yep. Um, I think is it uh, Imperioli? Yes, Michael right. Imperioli and his wife built a theater in somewhere in New York City. Of course, that, the theaters super. are purpose-built for uh, acting, but uh, they are super. Uh, I think that he did this, you know, to help young playwrights have a place to try out their work and, exactly experiment oh how cool is that okay yeah, yeah. gotta um, get back to the community tomorrow i think uh chariot goes in for her ultrasound this is one of my norwegian forest cats that we brought home as a kitten a year ago yep. and has been sick every single day since we brought her home of course the Breeder doesn't want to take any responsibility for this, but I guess that's what breeders do. And hopefully we can get this poor little thing turned around so she can have a happy, healthy life. But it's been nonstop. She can't uh, can't pack on the pounds, can poor she? little baby. No, she already, she already lost 100 grams yeah. in the last couple of days, which is a lot for her. For a little cat, yeah. That's poor a lot. little sweetie. Unless she still has interest in food so that's certainly positive oh, she's totally normal in every way she's just yeah. she's just losing weight she looks like a 15 year old cat that's on her way out not a one-year-old cat that's just starting her little life so yeah. gotta do everything we can for her okay yep that's good it. bye peace out peace out